0: Trying to think of a word for not not forgetful, Un, non- forgetful, unforgetful, Rememberful. <laughs> We're rememberful hearers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's. Uh, you know, we've had a really good week, and we, we've had some really good Sundays. How many are enjoying the the the, me, the messages on word uh, power, word of word of His power? Yeah. Right? That is amazing. Amen? And then we also get, got to hear the whole week on faithfulness. So we're, we're enjoying the word we're getting here. Not only are we enjoying it, we're receiving it. Amen? And so, you know, we just want to... Sometimes you just need to remind yourself that, that the devil doesn't like you to have the word, first of all. But if it's put in the right place, he can't take it from you. Amen? Amen? look at put up put up on this on the screen Romans 10:17 Romans 10:17 of course everybody in the church knows this verse so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god we've done a lot of hearing and this is how faith comes this is how through the anointed word of god i'll tell you what look at this in the uh, american standard just so King James doesn't really do us a lot of favors in that verse. Um, So belief comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. You know, a lot of people, um, they they, they need to understand that it's not just hearing. It's hearing an anointed word. Amen? The the words, somebody could say an anointed word, and if your hearer's not right, right? Not your ears. Your ears may take it in, but your heart's got to hear it. And if your hearer is not in the condition to hear it, it won't mean anything to you. Right. It won't take away from the anointing, but it won't help you. Right. Amen? Amen. Uh, it, it's got, an anointed word is a, is a word. That it, that's how it becomes rame. It's a word for you. Amen. Right? It's a word that God gave and you received. Amen? And it's a word of Christ. If you look in this in several translations, look at the BBE just so we can keep this, keep this same... So faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. Um, the interlinear Bible, which we don't have, actually shows you all the the uh, numbers that they take to, to come to these to translations, and the last word is Christ, amen, which is the anointed word. So our faith, we heard a whole bunch of anointed word. If you want to hear a really good message on that verse and much further, listen to what Brother Moore taught I feel, I feel like I'm a, a salesperson. I'm not trying to sell you. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I was in Southwest Believers Convention, and the messages that the Lord gave him for that time were amazing. And if you haven't listened to them yet, take the time to listen to them. They are life-changing. Amen? Glory to God. But, but again, as we listen to them, we must have our hearer in the right spot. Um, our hear is, um, is, if you will, when you hear with your heart, it can be affected by your attitudes. Amen. Anybody ever been in a bad mood, and everything you hear doesn't come in, or come to you right? Amen. Why? Because your heart's not right. You're not ready to receive it in the manner it's given. And it is very important for our heart to be at a place to receive, and as we 've received words, we want to make remember he comes immediately to steal the word then then, then he also the one that, the next one received the word first one didn 't even receive it went on the hard ground, and he came immediately to steal it. The second one just had no root, and if he received the word wasn 't able to grow it no no produce, and the third one he, he, the devil 's got three ways he 's going to try and come if he can 't just take it from you. Right? He's, he's going he's gonna to try and offend you. If he can't get you offended or persecu- you know, persecute you. In other words, when I, when I started walking by faith, I wanted it to take all the problems away. Right? Anybody else want to, I mean, you heard the word of faith. Was nobody else like that? I thought if you just believed God, you would never have a problem. And, and, and I found out really soon that that wasn't it at all. What faith does is it gives you the ability to overcome the problem, right? It doesn't take away problems. It, it gives you the ability to move them out of the way and overcome them and get through them. And, and so, so I, wanted, I wanted to get in faith so that just, you know, all I had was, you know, skipping down the yellow brick road every day. And, that, and that's not what it does. It, it, it puts in you the abilities of God to walk through this earth the same way that Jesus walked through this earth. With the grace and the mercy and the, and the kindness and the love. It gives us abilities in God that other people don't have. Amen. It, it gives you the ability to have peace in in the middle of division. It gives you the ability to have joy where there's sadness. See, where somebody else, he, they won't have that ability without Christ, without God in them and without faith in that God. Because I know people that are saved that are sad. Now That's an oxymoron, I know. But they've not received the joy of the Lord. They're not looking to Him for that part of their life. So they've never received that part of the Word of God. You know, because a lot of people are just waiting for it to fall on you. Right, it, it, You have the ability, but you have to use that ability. I have love in me, but if I choose not to love, then I'll never love. Right. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Uh, these, these are the abilities of God put in us through the Holy Spirit. But, but I have to make the choice to use them, to receive them, and to let them bear fruit in my life. And when they bear fruit, they, they begin to express themselves outside of your life. In other words, your works now begin to promote your faith you had to have faith first because you had to have faith to receive it but then your works or the things you do as you become a doer of the word you hear then they they begin to show your faith they don't prove your faith they show your faith amen i mean i guess they do prove it to somebody who didn't believe you but you know the the works we do are born out of our faith not to show our faith In other words, when you believe something, you begin to do acts according to that. See, so many times people begin to get in faith for healing or something like that, and then they look for an act they can do to prove they're in faith. Well, that's not it. That's not it. If you're in faith, your next action will be what your faith produced, not an act produced to prove your faith. Amen? Amen? Because so many times what you're actually doing is you're finding something that somebody else did and you're doing it. What, what, what we want is a word from God Hallelujah. to go into our heart and receive it and then it becomes our word and then we begin to act on that word. Amen? Um, look at uh, Mark 4. Mark 4, yeah. It's good already. The Lord's helping us. But you know, when you've heard a bunch, you don't wanna, I don't want anything that I heard to be stolen. And, and you know, the truth of the matter is, is as people, we tend to forget things. I remember, I, I, when, I remember I've had people ask me what Brother Moore taught last week. <laughs> Man, I'll say, oh, you don't know. It was great. Yeah. Whew, it was good. <laughs> well, let me think here. Man, it was good. Um, yeah, it was good. That's why we have CDs and DVDs, by the way, <laughs> because you're going to need to do it more than once. Yeah, right. Amen? And, and it was good, and this week on faithfulness was good, but there was a whole bunch there, and now it's all here. I want to keep it. I don't want any stolen. I don't want to get offended and lose any. I don't want to get so bogged down with the cares and worries of life that's choked out. I want it to begin to bear fruit in my life. I want my works to match my word. Amen? And, and so to do that, I've got to keep it. And, and The first thing we have to do is hear it. Look at, look at verse two, uh, Mark 4.24. And this, these are, this is verses right after um, he talks about the sower. And at the end of all that he says, Take heed what you, what you hear. And, and it's not just what you hear. It's, it's not just what you put in your ear, although you, we do need to take heed what we give audience to. You know what you'll sit down in front of and just let into your heart. Amen? Because it's not just what you hear. It's, it's what's surrounding you. It, it'll get, sometimes you'll hear something that'll choke out the actual word that you have. Or, or it will corrupt the word that you have. You don't want to give audience that stuff. Because that's what the devil's going to try to do. He's going to try when God gives you something and you're hooked on it. You know that was a God word. He'll try to find some way to get you to quit believing it. Because it's too late for anything else. Because you've received it. So now he's got to do something else. And, and so the, the first thing is we've got to know what we're hearing. What we're hearing again is a lot of times determined by our attitude. Like, Brother Moore could have stood up here all week last week and preached, and if somebody came in with the attitude that he doesn't know what he's doing and I'm not going to listen to a word he said, they're not going to hear anything. No. They'll hear noise, and they'll hear words coming out of his mouth, but they won't hear. Amen. They won't receive it, and it won't do anything. Why? They were hard before they ever got here. I know I told you the story, but I remember when, I, when God told me and Kim to go to a specific church, and I was kind of... Thinking, why why are you sending us to this church, first of all? And when I got, I know now because I have a great love for that church, and a lot of lot of great things happened in my life that grew me to a different level. But when we first started going there, I'd say, okay, I'm going to go. But I was, I'd sit, I I was a movie critic. I would sit there in the in the sermon like I knew more. If you know more than the person speaking, you don't need to come. (laughs) Right. And it's not that I know more than the person speaking, but I've got to count on the fact that God's going to bring some anointing in there, right? And so I'm not helping him if I'm being his critic. And and I'm sent there to help. And and so I was sitting there, and I, I would sit there and listen to him and say, oh, that ain't right, that ain't right. And I'd miss everything that was right, right? And and it didn't make anything else he said wrong, I was said it was wrong. Why? Because I didn't have the right heart. I couldn't receive a thing at that time. And God told me to stop it. And literally, he said, if you're going to keep doing that, you will never get anything out of those sermons. And I immediately ch- changed it. And, and I got tons out of that time in my life. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. For anything. But I had to get over me. And so many times, that's what you're overcoming to receive the Word. It's not, it's not, you're not over, you know, people say, oh, the devil's just trying to keep me from the devil's... The devil's not having to do much because we're such good help sometimes. Amen. Right? And, and, and at times in my life, I've been bigger help to the devil than I've been to God. People say, and going to church at the same time. People say, how can that be? Because you're not going with the right heart. Anything you do with the wrong heart is not helping God. Amen. If you're serving in the church and you don't like what you're doing or you don't understand why you're here or you don't want to be here or you're just doing it because you are here, then you're not helping God. (laughs) Okay, over here. (laughs) God wants our heart. That's where he puts his word. That's where he puts his Holy Spirit. That's where he changes us from the inside out. That's what he wants because that's what he can work with. He doesn't, he doesn't want your mind. He wants you to renew your mind to think like your heart. Amen? And, and so for us to continue to, to, to walk in our own ways, we will never hear all the truth that he wants us to know. Therefore, we'll never walk in the light that he's giving us. Amen? Amen? And we don't want to do that. I don't want to lose any of the word that I heard this week. I don't want, to, I don't want somebody to ask me what Brother Moore taught on last Sunday and say, hmm, I just know it was good. And I do know it was good. Right. Yep. Amen? Yep. Yeah. But, but it's better than that. It's something we need to put in us and keep so that it can begin to bear fruit in our life. Being good is not going to make do any changes. It's not going to change the works of your life. That's faith without works. In other words, man, I heard it, I received it, it was so good, but I, I don't know if I'll ever bear fruit because I'm just going to keep it right here, and, and then I'm slowly what happens is you lose it, why? Because you choke it out with everything else. Amen? And, and I don't want to lose any of that. Do you guys? I mean, those are the things, that's why we come to churches, so we not only get those things, but we take those things. It's not about just what you receive, it's about what you can give. So as we receive it freely, freely give it. Amen? Because somebody's going to walk across your path that's going to need to know about the Word of His power. He's going to need to know that faithfulness is what's holding them back from getting God's best. Amen? And and now you've got it in you. Right? He didn't just put it in us so that we can be more faithful, so that we we can be more faithful and people can see more faithful. Amen? And, and so what we had to do is we had to be careful how we hear. And then in Luke, in, in chapter 8 of Luke, he says, be careful how you hear. And, what, and again, it's right after the parable of the sower. And so there's four ways you can hear. You can hear from hard, hard ground, stony ground. You know, I don't know why Brother Moore is not here. I can't get anything from Dave. <laughs> the birds of the air are eating up your seed right now. Nobody's saying that because I'm too pretty for that. <laughs> if nothing else, you just gotta like looking at me. So 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 we don't want, you know, we're not we don't want a hard ground, but that that's that's one of the that's one of the how you hears. You can hear from a hard heart or you can hear from a shallow heart. In other words, it could be given to you, but you're so easy to offend that all the devil has to do is find somebody to say a different word to you and you won't like the word you heard anymore. People that are easy to offend are easy to take the word from. And Brother Moore taught on that word offend. It doesn't just mean what everybody thinks it means. You don't want to be offended. That separates you from God. And so we don't want to be offended. But that's the second way. If he can't just steal it immediately, he's going to try to get you offended. If he can't get you offended, he's going to put so much things in your life, and he's going to try and get you not to use your faith. Because things in your life should not alter your faith. Amen? Remember Peter. I'll tell you what, go to go to uh, Matthew. Matthew 14. This is where... Jesus came and came to him in the water in the middle of a storm. Uh, you gotta put 19, verse 19 on the board. And they thought he was a ghost. <laughs> he said, be of good cheer. It's me. Don't be afraid. Uh, maybe I gave you the wrong verse. Let me reread. 1429. 29. How about 29? Let's try that one. There we go. And Peter said, okay, Jesus, if it's you, bid me come. Well, come is a rhema word from God to Peter. Amen? That is an anointed word from God to Peter. And he heard it. Heard it in his ears. And, and Jesus said, of course, in verse 19, or 29, or 30, I'm sorry. I'm going to find it. Maybe I was there. Go, back, go backwards. There we go. Now go back, back, back. (laughs) I I got them all confused now. There we go. And Jesus said, come. Why? Because Peter said, if it's you, bid me come. So Jesus said, come. Come was not just a word. It was an enablement. He couldn't have done what he did without this word. Amen. And Peter actually, why did he ask him come? Said so if he thought it was Jesus, he could have said, "That's Jesus. I'm going out." Right? No, he would have sunk immediately then, because why? He needed a word first. He needed he needed something to have faith in. And Jesus said, "Come." And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. Glory to God. You know, I, I know when I first read this years ago. Of course, I was a faith junkie, right? And I'm thinking, I want to walk on the water. Do you know that you can't do that? (laughs) You can't want to just walk on the water and do it. You can't want to just walk on the water and believe that you can just walk on the water. You still need a word from God. The only way anyone in here could walk on the water is to have a word from God. The The only way we'll ever override circumstances and situations and natural things is a word from God. Amen? And Peter had a word from God. So Peter stepped out of the boat, and he's, and he's walking. Amen? And all of a sudden, something overrides the word. What's the devil got to do? To get that word, he's got to do something to get his focus on something else. So, so what he does, and see, a lot of people think you don't hear with your eyes. You do hear with your eyes. Yes. Everything you hear, you hear with your eyes. Amen? Like if we stopped right now and I said, listen for the air conditioner, then Ben would immediately think of those big boxes outside. But you'd also stop and start listening for a specific thing, a specific thing, and air conditioner would come to your mind. Amen? There's a difference between listening and hearing. You can Right now you can hear me, and, and there's a lot of other noises going on in the auditorium, but you're listening to me. Right? If you you get distracted by all the other things going on in the auditorium, you won't hear what God has to say through me. You don't want to listen to me, by the way. You want to listen to God. I want God to speak through me. Amen? So we we don't want to be distracted by outside noise. Well, wind and waves are outside noise. And so what his distraction was was he saw the wind and waves, and he immediately let go of the word he heard. And, and a lot of people, see when I, now when I first started in faith, I would have said, well, God, why don't you just take out of the wind and waves and it will be so much easier to be in faith. Right? Wouldn't it be easier if the wind and waves... Couldn't you walk on water better if the wind and waves weren't there? No. Because that's, first of all, not what faith does. And if you never let go of the word come, then you never would have sunk because the wind and waves would not have overridden the word you already had. And so often what we do is we get all this word from this good week of increase, from the good Sunday messages and and then we walk outside and something happens contrary to what we're doing and we give it up. We give it up. Well, that, I thought that was work. Right? That word was so good. I was so excited. And people say, I know I was in faith. Yes, you were in faith. Peter was in faith too. He wouldn't have walked on the water had he not been in faith. Right. But he became in unfaith when he saw the wind and waves so you could be in faith little faith and walk or you could be in continual faith and reach Jesus amen and so so the the, the what we're trying to do is keep the word we're trying to put it in our heart and have it be con- bearing fruit on a continual basis and so the the big thing we do is we don't get distracted by the by the worries and cares of life. We don't get pulled away from letting it produce, because works are what are going to happen if your faith comes to fruition. Amen. You're you're going the works that, that happen. You know um, you're going to be healed. You're going to do things that healed people do. Amen. Why? Because you're you're settled in the Word of God that says you're healed, and that Word is in you so strong that none of the symptoms will cause you to say, I'm sick. Right? Symptoms are not sickness until you say they are. They're just a bunch of symptoms. And a lot of people say, well, I've got this, this, and this. I'm sick. Yes, you are. Amen? And and it is true you don't feel good. But symptoms are not sickness. Symptoms are a symptom of you can either believe God or you can sink. Amen? And it's time to believe God. And and, and so we we don't want to allow the outside things that we see to to rule our word that we have. And because what happened to Peter was that word got, got misplaced. It got corrupted by wind and waves. And, and once it 's corrupted it 's no longer the word of god it 's not no longer a rhema. you know a lot of people say, "Well man, when I was young, I got healed just like that, I got healed just like that i got I, and when God when I needed something from God, man, it just came and and i don 't know what happened, none of that, your word got corrupted when you 're young man little, little kids my, and i 'm not saying to do this, but I was really I told my daughter lots of things, just stories, <laughs> and don 't lie to your kids but You know, I told her stuff like I owned Taco Bell and started KFC. You know, we would would drive by one. And, you know, we're just playing around in the car. I'm not saying do that. But you know what? She believed it and went to school and told everybody. You know, because I'd always say stuff, oh, me and Colonel Sanders go way back. And we went to third grade together. We started this whole thing. Probably not the smartest parenting move I ever made. God's merciful, <laughs> but needless to say, man, that really makes you lose track. <laughs> we don't want to do that. We don't want to start with stories that, that aren't that aren't true. We don't want to allow things to be corrupted. As we grow, what we do is we allow things to come in. As we as we grow older, I shouldn't say we have to. But we allow other ideas and concepts to come in. And we see other things. And we begin to judge the word by experience too often or lack of experience. Right. And, and the same word that healed you when you were a little kid or a young Christian, if you will, is the same word that will heal you today. It just has to be believed in the same way it was then. My daughter believed just like that and went and told school. <laughs> right? Right? And and she why because that word was true. I dad said so. That's how we need to be. And see if Peter would have stuck with that. No, it doesn't matter what the wind or what. You know, a lot of people say he had to turn his head and quit looking at Jesus. What he did was lost his ears. The word he heard left. His eyes took over and and affected his ears. And and what he did was he, he he let that take the word come out of because nothing changed. You can't walk on the water better. But see, that's what we want. We want faith to take away the problems. Even if you take away the problems, you're still going to have to deal with you. (laughs) Like I've said before, I had a problem with my businesses being horribly bankrupt, basically. And they weren't, but they should have been. But taking away that with money would not have fixed the problem. It would not have fixed the problem. The problem was, Brother Moore hit it on the head this week. Faithfulness. I would have never been faithful with what God would have given me because I was faithful now. I mean, then, now I'm very faithful. Right. Who can find a faithful man? Yes. Me, yes. yeah, me. And so, so faithfulness to His Word and, and to the Word you hear is the Word you keep. Look at look. Keep looking in Luke. Look, go to go back up. Actually. Uh, Luke eight fifteen. Luke eight fifteen is this is our ground right here. This this is the way. This is how we hear. When, when somebody says, "How do you hear this?" You say, "I hear it like this." I hear it. when you hear God's word, this is how you want to hear it with a good with in good ground, which is which is an honest and good heart. That when we that when we hear the word, we keep it. We keep it, we don't in other words it's not, it's not stolen from the hardness of our heart it's, it's not in the shallow soil that can't, can't bear any fruit and see that's what happens in the last one when you get caught up in the cares of life. You may grow a fruit, but it's a little sad one, like my tomatoes <laughs> my tomatoes Whew. and i'm a farmer i don 't know what happened. I'm going to get some overalls to prove it still. But they're sad little tomatoes. I mean, they've never, they, they, they grew tall and skinny, and that's what the tomatoes look like. And they're, they're sad, and they don't ever get red. They, they, why? Because I, my life was too busy to do anything for those tomatoes. If anything's going to grow at my house, it better do it on its own. Because I don't go home every night to tend to the tomatoes. I just want them to grow. (laughs) Amen? Amen. We need to tend to the Word of God. It needs to have our full attention. When you're keeping something, you're guarding it. You're you're putting your full... The word keep actually means to seize. You're, You're holding fast to it so strongly that you refuse to let go. And when you, when you seize it, if you're holding on to something that strong, it won't matter how, how hard the wind's blowing. It's not going to blow you off of that word. Why? You're holding fast to it. You're keeping strong on that truth. That, that's, that's God's word to you, and nothing's going to pull you away from it. The words that we've heard um, last week and in the, in the past Sundays and, and even Friday nights, and those are words that we want to keep so that when something does come up, Instead of saying, oh, no, wind and waves, right. we say, this is the word I got. Yep. Yep. This, is good. this is the word I got. Yep. Good. The word I got was come. It, it, it wasn't wind and waves. It wasn't, it wasn't look at other ways or see if there's another way. It was come. And, and as long as I don't take my ears and eyes off that word, then it doesn't matter what's going on around me. And see, that, that's why the news isn't helping anybody. <laughs> I don't care what news you watch. It's not helping you if it causes you care. If, if you can't get rid of the care, then it's not helping you. And people say, oh, I'm rid of the care. I just want to tell you this. <laughs> if you're rid of the care, you don't even need to tell me. Right? I don't want to tell you this. I don't want to tell you anything about what's going on, except people are getting saved today. People are getting healed today. The the Word of God is going out in greater amounts today than it's ever gone out, ever. Amen? And people are getting help today. And the love of God is consuming people today. And these are the good things that are happening. Good news. Jesus died. Your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. If you've received Him and ask Him into your heart and, and confess Him as Lord, then you don't need to know much else. Unless it's going to affect your day tomorrow where you're going. You know, and let, But you don't need to know that somebody told me something, I think it was, actually somebody told Kim something last night, and she said, you, she said, you can't believe how this happened. I said, I don't want to. I don't even want to hear it. Well, I, and she probably didn't want to hear it either. <laughs> Sometimes it's too late. People tell you things before course It doesn't help. You know, when people... Come to you and ask you to pray. Don't say, "Tell me the story." No. Did, do you ever see a place where Jesus did that? No. He said, "I need to hear your story." No. The only place, the only place I can see where he did that was, I don't, even, I can't think of any place he did that. He told, he told the man at the at the pool to quit, go, don't sin anymore. But the guy didn't tell him he sinned. He just knew it. He didn't ask people, but he didn't want to know how the blind guy got blind right he didn't want he, he didn't want he didn't stop the mom and say well i want your daughter to be well but you got to tell me how she got sick tell me about tell me the whole story no talking unbelief is not going to help faith and so when when you want somebody to pray for you tell them what you're believing for and and if you don't if you're not believing for anything yet find what you're believing and then ask them to agree with you Amen, and, and and then you've got somebody in agreement with what you're in faith for, but you got to be in faith for something. Amen. That was all free, not in the notes, not at all. Glory to God. So so Jesus said, "Come to Peter," and Peter took off, and he walked on the water. So you got to say something for him. He walked on the water, and 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 that's what people don't realize. All of us have walked on the water with our faith, not literally. But so many times we've all I know I've done it, I can't say for you, but I've started off in faith. What I began, I didn't finish. You have to hold on to that faith to the end. Look at Hebrews uh, Hebrews, maybe folded up too quick. Hebrews three, verse 14. See we can get the word and we can be in faith but you got to finish strong yeah you got you to finish what if peter had finished as strong as he started he's walking on the water people don't walk on water right i know the first thing i'd uh, you know my mind would tell me is look at you you can't barely walk on carpet let alone water <laughs> and my heart would say you're wrong devil That's right. right but i'd had to have a word before i ever started But you're made a partaker of the faith you started in if you hold to the beginning of your confidence. For we are made partakers of Christ, of the anointing, the the word God gave us, the the anointing, if we hold to the beginning of our confidence steadfast. That, that, That same word, we hold, means keep. It's the same word as keep. Seize, take hold of, refuse to let go of. Amen? Because that's what the devil's trying to do. He's trying to get you to let go of it. If, he can, if I can just get him to let go of that word, then I can take, then, I, then he'll be out of faith. He, why? he knows the scripture. Faith comes by hearing. He knows how we got, it. He's got, he's got to get it. he's got to get it out of us or corrupt it. And we don't want it corrupted, so we hold it in the good ground of our heart we keep it. We seize it. We hold fast. And then it doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter how big the mountain is. Why? Because our God's bigger and our faith in Him says speak to it and it goes away. Amen? Amen? And, and as, as, we, as we look to God in that way and we refuse to hear anything else and, and, and to hear anything else that's contrary to that, when, when, we, when we hear, we want to hear like everybody loves us. If you heard like everybody loves you, you'd never get offended. Why? Because they love you. You know, my mom, I never was concerned at her text that she meant something bad. Why? Because I knew how much she loved me. We should trust God like that because He's the one that gave people the love to love people with. He loves us. If he tells us something in the Scripture, it's like, okay, I'll give you an example. Forsake not the assembling of yourself together. That's a word from God. Now, you can take that as a word from God for you, or you can water it down and say, well, but he knows where I'm at, and I, you know, I, me and him, we're like this. I don't have to assemble with other people. What did you just do? You made the word of God of non-effect by your traditions. Right, yeah. You did the same thing that they did. They, they, they didn't want to give to their parents. So they made up a new rule, and they used Scripture to make it up, right? It doesn't work that way. What? We're go over here. It doesn't. I, I've done it. You know, we, we find we, we, the devil wants to corrupt the Word. He wants to take it away, corrupt it, or, or, or choke it so bad it can't do anything. He doesn't want works, when you're fully persuaded, you'll do what Abraham did. Go to, go to James. We'll close with James, but there's a lot of James. So go to James 2. When you're fully persuaded, faith produces works. Amen? In other words, in, you know, it in fact is in this scripture it says uh, Abraham was justified by works, not faith alone. People say, well, he can't be justified by works. Read in Romans 4 2, Nobody's justified by works. Well, he's not talking about those kind of works. He's not talking about works to get faith. He's talking about faith to produce works. Faith will produce action. Amen? If you're fully persuaded, you will do whatever fully persuaded needs to do at the time. Um, James, we'll start. start in verse 14. It says, What does it, does it profit, my brethren, Though a man has faith and has not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked... Nah, a lot of people take this next scripture and they say, See, you know, if you're, if you're really a really faith person, you give to everybody that needs them. No, what you do is you, you're always led by the Lord. This is an example of faith without works. Okay? <laughs> Amen? Because, unfortunately, the people that actually use this verse are the people that want you to give them something. Now, I'm going to go another direction, though. If you see a brother or sister that don't have food or clothes for the day, your heart's going to go out to them. You're going to give them food or clothes for the day. Amen? I'm talking about a brother. Remember, this is a brother or sister. Amen? But also other people. You know, if somebody shows up in this lot, I always check to see if they're eating. Right? But I also check my heart to see if I should do anything. Why? Because I need a word from God. I had to go back to what Brother Moore said. I kept it in my heart. I don't need a reason not to do something. I need a leading to do something. Yes. Amen. Why? That's a that's a, that, that's a God word. You know, Brother Moore may have said it, but God gave it to him. Yes. Amen. Yes, but if a brother or sister are destitute, uh, destitute or naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say to them, "Depart in peace." And be warm and filled. And even if you say it religiously, be warm and filled. Peace to you, brother. I will. Here's, here's the new way Christians say it. I'll pray for you. <laughs> and you may pray for them, but they're still hungry. Amen? It's, it, it needs to be, as, as the love of God is in us, we need to have the leading of God through that love. And and I'm not saying that God, there's people where God. God said, no, don't stop there. Don't do that. On the other hand, there's most of them, he said, yeah, see if they're eating. You know, it's a, So I always ask people, you got food. And sometimes I give them money and sometimes I just go pay for Golden Crow, because I don't know where that money might go. <laughs> you got to be led, right? You, you, you got to be led. That's free. No, that wasn't in the notes. That's free too. Depart in peace, be thou warm and filled, my brother. <laughs> Notwithstanding, you give them not those things which are needful of their body, what does it profit? In other words, what value did your words have? Because they had no action behind them. If you wanted him to truly be warm and filled, you would have gave him clothes and food. Amen? Amen? That's the action of, of your words. And so if God gives you a word what's the action of those words if you're fully persuaded you follow and you don't stop following no matter what happens amen it says in the next verse it says even so if faith if if it hath not works even so faith if it hath not works is dead being alone in other words faith by itself will not produce that. and see that's what I wanted I wanted faith to take all the problems so I didn't have to deal with anything that's not what it does. It enables you to overcome. Amen? Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. In other words, it's an enabler. And so, and it says, yea, a man may say that you have, I have faith, and, or you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. In other words, our faith should be shown by our actions. If somebody says, God's not going to do that for you, you immediately hang on to that word, and you don't let go. What? I've seized that word. I've possessed that word. It will come to pass. You don't let their words overcome his words. Amen? Why? Because his words in your heart produce fruit, fruit that remains, and, and, they, and they produce works. Amen? Because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Um, where did I stop at? 18, okay, 19, that you believe that there is one God, you do well. The devils also believe that. In other words, I don't think think devils are producing any good works with their belief that there's one God. No. Because why? They're not going to do any works because their faith is dead. Amen? But will thou know, O man, that faith faith without works is dead? And then, then then we get into Abraham was not our father ju- uh, not Abraham our father justified shown justness being shown shown to be righteous not made righteous shown to be righteous by works Amen you don't get made righteous by works you're made righteous by faith Amen Faith in Jesus Christ, that he gives you his righteousness. You're made righteous. But after, you're, after you be righteous, you should be doing works that are fit for righteousness. Amen? In other words, now God's word is the final word. And see, that's where Abraham was. That's how his work was. That's, why, that's how works justify. It says, it says, What is not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son upon an altar? When, when God said... Take your son, your only son, and sacrifice him on an altar. Abraham never questioned. Why? He had a word. He, you know, it's like Peter. If he'd have held on to come, never would have had a problem. Abraham her, held on to, through your, through your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Well, he knew in his heart that that couldn't happen if Isaac was gone. So in his heart, he had settled it well before God asked him. He was fully persuaded, and the works followed that. In other words, he wasn't wringing his hands. He didn't have a care. Why? Because care takes away faith. Yes. Right? He wasn't shallow because he, he didn't, you know, a lot of people, when they hear something like oh, that can't be God. You know, you know, sometimes we're in faith and then we hear something from God that, does, that sounds contrary to what we're believing. And instead of saying, okay, God, we say, that can't be God. I mean, if anybody would have had the opportunity to say that, it would have been Abraham right there, huh? I mean, well, Lord, that can't. But Abraham knew the voice of God. We know the voice of God, too. Anybody ever had God tell you, you, you know his voice and quit questioning him? I have. Right? He says, you know what I sound like. Quick questioning what I'm telling you. And He's not being mean; He's loving me. Why? Because I'm procrastinating something He's getting, trying to get me to do because it's good for me. Right. Amen. Amen? Like f- not forsaking the assembling of yourself together. It's good for you. Yes. Right. Amen? Amen? Yes. <laughs> loving one another. It's a commandment. But guess what? Not everybody does it. A commandment done legalistically has no value. Truth. Like you can't, you can't love me legalistically. Right. Dave, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything for you. You know what's going to happen? Dave's going to come up with something. And say, mm, oh, not that. Yeah. <laughs> But see, that's what happens to Christians when they have legalistic faith. God asked them to do the next step, and it was legalistic to start with, and now the next step won't work because it's contrary to what you think God told you, so you don't want to hear it. Yeah, Amen? But God told, told Abraham, he said, he said, Take your son, your only son, and, and sacrifice him. And Abraham immediately in his heart had a word through your seed. All the nations of the world, of the earth, will be blessed. And and the God that told him that is the God that cannot lie. So he's believing the God that cannot lie about his son that cannot die. Amen? And, And in doing that, he immediately says, let's go. The next morning. Why? Because he's fully persuaded that even if that happens, God's going to raise him from the dead because this is how it has to be. His trust in God did not wane over the circumstances that surrounded it. The wind and the waves didn't get a hold of the word and pull it out of him. He knew the voice of God and he followed it. And he followed it so strongly and was so fully persuaded that there was nothing, even sacrificing his very own son, that would, that would take him away. Why? He had seized that word. Why, why was Abraham counted righteous? Because he believed God. That's why he was counted righteous. This work showed his righteousness. Amen? Amen? This work showed that he be righteous. Glory to God! When we be righteous, we have the ability to produce those kinds of works. When somebody says the, the doctors say this, or the bill collectors say this, or you can't serve here, you'll never do this, and it doesn't matter. You got a word from God. Amen. If you got a word from God, you hold on. We we got lots of good words from God. We got a lot. We got a Bible full of them. We've had. We've been preached to like lots. Lots, right? And it's good. Did anybody get bored this week? I didn't. Huh? I didn't get bored one day. I don't get bored on Sunday. And I'm at church every day. It's not boring, the Word of God. It's free. It will make you free. Amen? And the more free you be, the more works you'll do. Amen? Because the, the ingrafted Word that God puts in you, that, that, that makes you a doer of the Word that He puts in. Amen? We want to be a doer of this Word. We'll finish up here. Whew! This is good, though. I like it. Thank you, Lord. You don't know how much He helps me. Thank you, Lord. Was not our father just Abraham justified by works when he would offered Isaac his son, upon the altar. You know, he didn't actually offer him, did he? Well, he did. You know, a lot of people a lot of people say, well, I haven't given my offering yet, but I've got it made out. You've already given your offering. Putting in a bucket is not giving. Your heart is the giver. Amen? You don't have to rush your offering over as long as you've given it in your heart. Now, if that offering's bothering you, it's saying, you need to keep me, you need to keep me, you need to make it shut up Send it out. You don't want it taken. Your word, you guys. Ever, you guys never had an offering. Do that, man. We used to have all kinds of offerings. Do that. Where are you going to get food? Where are you going to get food? We had to get that offering quick. Why? We were going to borrow some more. of God. We used to borrow God's money. Did anybody? Nobody else ever did that. Yeah. We put we put the tithe in the bank. Say, Lord, can I just borrow a little bit? Because we don't have food. Uh, the, we got to pay the rest of the house payment. And little did we know that when we quit doing that and said, you know what, I don't care if the, God's getting His first no matter what, that's when things turned and I didn't have to do that anymore. What was I doing? I was corrupting His Word with my thoughts. Amen? We don't want to do that. That was free too, see? I'm giving you all kinds of free stuff today. You can go home and say, man, i got free stuff today. <laughs> Filled up with free stuff. See, 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 how, see thou how faith wrought with works and by works was faith made perfect. Your faith is perfected. It's finished when your works match it. Amen? And it doesn't mean you go out and try to find what works you're supposed to do. Let your faith do the work. It will bring the work on. It, it, the next thing that comes up, the wind and waves are coming. I'm telling you right now, the wind and waves, they're coming. But your faith is here. And if the wind and waves don't steal the Word, they'll never take your faith. They'll never get you to stop. They'll never, you'll, you'll never get three steps on the water and sink. You'll make it all the way to the end. Amen? If we're going to be a partaker... We make it to the end. And that doesn't mean the end of life. That means the end of the situation. Right? I got lots of situations that have ended in my that I've made it to the end. Right? Faith carried me through. I got other situations that I quit. Well, maybe not anymore, but Yeah, I mean we, we it's easy to quit. Now that wasn't God. I don't believe that was God. I know Brother Moore preached it, but that can't be true. He had a I was listening to a minister years ago, and they were reading, they were talking about children, training children, and they said, well, it's obvious that train up a child in the way he should go is just a good suggestion because we see that not every child that's trained up goes the way they should. They just corrupted the Word of God big time with theology, right? (laughs) Some kind of theology. I don't know what kind of theology it was. But they took the Word of God into being a suggestion. And, and you should do it, but don't count on that your kids will turn out good. I'm so glad my mom counted on it because I didn't look like the one she trained up. She did train me up in the way I should go, but I did not always look that way. But she didn't say, well, that word didn't work, you will have, have to find something else. Man, God, you got something new for Dave? Because he's a mess. No, she hung on with all four of her kids. And all four of them are serving God today. Why? Because she grabbed hold of the Word, she seized it, and she saw the end of it. Amen? And then she left the earth. She shouldn't have done it. But she did. I'll get on to her when I get up there. She'll tell me, stop it. She's very happy, her and dad are happy together. Amen. Glory to God. You, our faith will produce works. We don't have to try to produce them ourselves. It, it, I didn't, I mean, I wished I could have made my tomato plants produce something, <laughs> but I didn't. They produce it all on their own depending on the ground they're in, how fertile it is, Right, our ground, our ground is going to decide our harvest. Our ground is going to decide our works. It's going to decide what we produce and where we go with it. What we keep, seize, and grab hold of is going to decide what we get to the end on. Amen. And and, and I don't want to be on half the water. And I know Peter didn't either. Peter got further on the water than anybody else I know. But but it is an example, and everybody here has started something in faith, and you were in faith, don't doubt it. When when you said, I know I was in faith, yes, you were. Were being the key word. Mm -hmm. Anytime you say, I know I was in faith, you just hold on yourself. I've done it. Right? And the minute we do that, we know for truth that we quit somewhere because if we were in faith, we'd say, I know I'm in faith. Of course, if you say it that way, you probably aren't either. Well, I know I'm in faith. Well, faith works by love, so you're out of luck right now. No, not luck. We don't do luck. It ain't going to work for you. How about that? Yeah. Glory to God. He's a good God, isn't he? Amen. See, see how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith perfected. Faith without works, it will never, it will never get the end result of what it was believing. Amen? In other words, people, when you receive Jesus as Lord, you need to keep believing Jesus as Lord all your life, no matter what's happening, no matter what you went through. You need to believe Jesus as Lord. You need to confess. You know, people say, well, we confess Jesus as Lord every week. We don't need to do that. Why not? Is it hurting you? I would think it's good for anybody to confess Jesus as Lord every week. I don't need to get saved. You're not getting saved. You're confessing your salvation. Amen? Legalistic. Legalistic. Stop it! And the scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God. Well, well, I thought that scripture was fulfilled when, when he believed God. No, it was fulfilled when he acted on what he believed. God knew when He told him that you'll, you, you're going to have more kids than the stars of the sky. He knew when He told him there was going to come this day. Glory to God. And that day, Abraham's belief in, in God's Word was perfected. What God said that day so many years ago was perfected that day on the mountain. Glory to God. That was the end of it. It was, it was finished. Amen? And, and, and that's what you're looking... The, the Word that God gives you now... Follow it through all the way to the finish, listen for the leadings of the Lord every step we take. listen, is he going to say something different? is he going do i need to do I need to make a right turn a left turn? do I need to stay straight? what do I need it, God Abraham was listening, and he knew the voice of God, and he didn't get drug off you know like, by human love right I, I just love him so much I, I can't sacrifice him lord and I mean, any parents in here? Because I got to tell you. i would listen to the lord <laughs> i'm going to say it i would listen to the lord but it would be it would have been tough right it would be tough today if god told any of us take your kid sacrificing amen and abraham wasn't tough it wasn't tough the books and the stories they portray but he was fully persuaded when you're fully persuaded things aren't tough it's not hard It's easy when you're fully persuaded because no wind or waves or other or contrary opinions or somebody else's theology is going to back you off of what you know. And that's what we want to do with all the Word that God puts in us. Never get backed off from it. Don't get hard. Don't get offended. Don't don't get so carried away with the cares of life. Let that Word into the good soil of your heart. And let it start producing fruit. And the works... Will come. They'll come with the faith. It, the things that God wants you to do and has you to do. Your faith will come to if you keep following. You'll come to the end of that word. At that moment. Amen. And so, as we follow Him, we don't we don't want to get off track. The Scripture was fulfilled. Which said, Abraham believed God and it was imputed under him. In other words, he didn't get righteousness that day. He, he, his righteousness was made known. His righteous, he, he, the be righteous became works of righteousness. Yeah. Amen? We, there's many Christians who be righteous and now we need works of righteousness. We need the works to follow us. We need, we need, to, we need to carry out the word that we've got in us and, and continue until we see the result that God intended not just a result, God intended a result. He was going to bless the whole world through this one man and this one child. And what had to happen was Abraham had to follow out his faith to that day. And that day was when God said, if he can do this, I can do this. Now that I know, now that I know you, Abraham, that you would withhold nothing from me. And that's what we want to... And he's called a friend of God. Why? Because he would withhold nothing from him. Glory to God. Let's withhold nothing from the Lord our God. Let's have the things that he desires us to have. Let's follow the path that he puts us on. And we're, we're not justified by works of the law, but, but our works will follow our faith. And they, they justified what he believed. Amen? And that's, that's the, that is doer of the Word. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. He helped us today. He helped us. Thankful.